Giants fans, welcome back to another episode of Only a Giant. Have a lot planned for this episode. Um, have a special guest on again. Uh, no surprise. Have Murph back on. We're going to go over a little bit of training camp talk and kind of go from there. Uh, I figured we would kind of get back into some things that I haven't done recently. So I have a uh, beer of the episode. Another other half beer, which uh, definitely something I recommend if you haven't had their, their beer before. Obviously, we'll talk about some training camp, uh, week one training camp stuff, and going into week two of training camp. Uh, we had the first padded practice on Tuesday. I believe the Giants were off today, and we'll kind of go from there. So, you know, first first beer um, of the kind of new new season, if you will, it's going to be other half, and it's a dry hopped double sorry double dry hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. Obviously, I'll kind of do the same thing as I always have. Uh, we'll do a rating on Untapped. Um, obviously, I haven't done this in a little bit. I guess I can't think of the last episode I did this on. Uh, but the beer is actually called All Citra Everything. Uh, definitely had some really, really good beers by other half. So pretty excited about this one. So we'll just jump right in. Cheers, guys, girls, everyone. Definitely an imperial. You can taste that. 8.5%. If you smell it right from the start, I think you actually really smell kind of that citra, citra hop situation going on there right away. Um, Man, that's good. Let me give one more sip here, see if I can get get a good grade here. I give that an easy four. You know, it's definitely a good beer. Uh, let's look to see what Untapped has. Untapped has this as a 4.43. And yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I'm still going to go with a four, but uh, definitely something I would recommend. Like I said, it's 8.5%. Uh, it's a it's a double dry hopped Imperial India Pale Ale by Other Half. Definitely check it out. Now, probably the rest of this episode here we're really just going to kind of talk to murph here and, and go over a little bit of training camp stuff here so um i guess we'll kind of jump right into it so here we are with murph all right i'd like to welcome murph back to uh, another episode of only a giant murph say what's up man what's up my man it's football season baby yes, let's go we're here i love it i know dude it's finally here and and it feels real Fans in the stands, you know. Yeah, you know, the Hall of Fame game is next week. I mean, it's, yep. uh, you know, this is one of the last Sundays we're going to have without any football for a long Dude, time. didn't so, even think about that. Yeah, we're here, man. It's, this is the new the new season. Hopefully, you know, we can get hype for the season, and hopefully the offense gets looking a little better, but I guess we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I guess let's just start off with uh, the, the most fun news of uh, – of recent with uh yeah, the strangest yeah. the strangest news man <laughs> what, what wanna, a clown i i don't even it's it's almost like i don't have words to even say what an idiot this guy is but obviously i do um tell me what, what's your thoughts let's see let's hear it dude i mean at the end of the day i think that what that whole the whole kelvin benjamin experience was dave gelman was given his ex first round pick and another shot Judge probably okayed it because at the time I think when Benjamin added was added it, it wasn't it wasn't during the season last year I don't believe I think it was in the summertime so yep 
you know, he was on the team working out with us, whatever. He was um, there for minicamp, I think. He had a tryout. Yeah. And you know what? Dave Gettleman gave him – oh, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. the rookie minicamp. That's when yeah. he made it. So Dave Gettleman brought his guy in. He asked him whether it was Judge or, or Gettleman to ask him. They asked him to drop some weight, and the man showed up overweight. Like, come on, dude. And his whole his whole reasoning was, I played at that weight as a wide receiver. Why can't I play at this weight as a tight end? But, like – Again, man, like that's not the point. <laughs> like you're not Kelvin Benjamin that was drafted by the Carolina Panthers in whatever 2017. Like we're it's 2021 and you're on your last straw in the NFL. Like, not even that. You're you're trying to make a comeback. You know, yeah. you haven't played in two years. Um, and I don't I don't care if you played at two at 260 in the NFL as a wide receiver. You haven't been good since your rookie season. In your rookie season, you're at 240, 245. You know, so he can say he played at 260 all he wants. He was ob- obviously running like a log out there. Um, it's just ridiculous, the whole thing. You know, the coaches say, hey, you're at 265 right now. Can he get, come come back at 251? And he came back at 268. So not only did he not lose weight, he gained weight. And then, you know, it's not like we just straight cut him. It sounds like Judge told him that they were going to fine him for showing up overweight. Um, for, for a training camp invite that was just an invite. He's still not even technically signed with the team or anything like that. Why wouldn't you want to take advantage of this opportunity? I, it just blows my mind. And then, you know, oh, obviously rip and judge for swearing too much. And... <laughs> well, you know, I think this actually kind of transitions into the rest of the episode with everything we're going to talk about is Joe judge is not content with his roster ever. No. And if he wants you to lose weight, you're going to lose weight or you're going to get cut because you know what? In Joe Judge's standards and in Joe Judge's eyes, if you're under uh, under or over whatever weight he wants you to be at, you're already behind, man. Well, that and, too. Sorry. I don't know. No, you're good. You're good. But, but yeah. I also think it's like it probably wasn't even as much about the weight. It was more, are you committed to making this comeback? Are you just here just because? And clearly he wasn't committed. That's the best way I can describe it for me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Judge was pushing him to the limit like he does everybody else on the roster. And Calvin wasn't having it, man. Calvin thought he could do it his way. And you know what? Like, a buddy of mine always talks about this, how first-round picks – is was he a first-round pick or a second-round No, he's first. He's first he round was. Pick. Okay. So first-round picks are typically treated different, differently. Um, they kind of, like – put on a pedestal because they're first round picks we do it all the time with evan ingram um you know when first round picks hit free agency they typically usually get pretty big deals they got to be complete bust to not um if they stay on a roster for four years they usually get paid in free agency so it's like an entitlement figure you know just because he was a first round pick in 2017 doesn't mean shit to joe judge in 2021 and he said it this week he said this week he does not care if you're a first-round pick. He doesn't care if you're a walk-on. He doesn't care if you're a tryout. He doesn't care if you're a third-stringer, first-stringer, captain, vet, rookie, whatever it is. The best players will play. Yeah, He, he doesn't care how you got it. I think he said that in regards to uh, someone asking about a contract, maybe. Yeah, uh, it might have been, honestly. Like, I, don't, of, I, I don't want to be involved. I, have no, I don't care yeah. about contracts. I want the best players on the field. Yeah. It might have been just from the burning ashes of the Kelvin Benjamin stuff. I don't even know what it is, but that's Joe Judge, man. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes into our, our what you want to talk about next is he's never content with his roster. 
whether it's the current player that he has, he's not content with you, or whether it's the actual numbers that he has and the depth chart he has, he's never content. And to me, as a Giants fan, man, that is like the most refreshing thing we can have because we were always so content with what we had on our roster. And I've never seen a roster, bottom of the roster, be so turned over in such a small amount of time with a head coach. Because, I mean, dude, he burns and turns them at the end. Mm-hmm. He, he has no problem cutting guys at the bottom of the roster and adding new guns. Bringing in yeah. competition. He's always, always bringing in the next guy. And, and I think he said something about, you know, not wanting to let, you know, the next next good guy go or something like that. He always wants to, you know, try to see what he has. And and I guess that kind of goes right into, you know, what did we do this weekend? We signed a couple of guys. Um, so we signed Todd Davis, Joe Looney, and Damian Willis. You got, you got some stuff about them, right? So, I mean, Damian Willis is – he's just a – he's a camp body in my opinion. Camp body. Yeah, I agree. But I'm going to ask you this. What does that tell you? Why are they bringing in a, a, a camp body wide receiver? Who's not producing? Yeah. Uh, Don I mean, Ross has been getting a ton of hype, and he was running with the first team receivers on day one. So, John Ross is obviously in, in, in Judge's Corner right now. This tells me that guys like Dante Pettis, Sills, I saw Bachman had made a couple of plays, but man. the guys on the bottom of the end, he, he's not content with them. Yep. He, need, he wants more. I don't know much about Willis. I know he's, he's a big body. He's like 6'1 or 6'2, so he's bigger than our, our typical uh, slot receivers that we always add. So um, he scored a touchdown when we played him in the preseason a couple years ago, I believe. Um, but Brown? he's who he played with? He played for the Bengals. Bengals, out. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm not reading too much in that, but that just tells me that people at the bottom are not, are not on Joe Judge's in, or in Joe Judge's corner right now. Um, and then the loony thing, you know, it's interesting because me and my boys on, on the other show, Tino and, and Mage, we've been talking about the O-line thing all, all summer. And um, something Mage has constantly said is, you know, we have Jonathan Harrison on the roster. I know he's hurt right now, but um, he was always thinking that Harrison could get a shot at center and you kick Gaze out to guard and, and you know, look here, here. We're, we're here. We have one injury on the line already, and we're already talking about Nick Gates at guard. Um, so, again, with Joe Judge, he wants guys that can bring different utility to, to his scheme. Um, he wants guys that can play center and guard, tackle and guard, whatever. Um, obviously, Zach Fulton and the rest of the, the depth guys were not showing out when Shane went out the other day. Yeah, it's Wiggins they, stepping in, too, for Lemieux over, uh, over Fulton, which I thought was pretty surprising. Yeah, Fulton hasn't played much left guard. I thought they would have probably kicked Will over to the left, but That's it sounds right. like they want Will at the right, man. Yeah. Sounds like Will's job's in the, on the right guard. Is there I mean, is there a specific reason to that, do you think? I mean, he said that he has – I don't think he said he played at right guard in a long um, time, correct? Since high I'm, school. Not, I'm not too great with talking to O-line, but I can tell you this from a couple of buddies of mine. Apparently, the right guard is a lot – more important in the run game. Okay. So that would make sense with Will. Yeah. Because Will's a mauler. He's a mauler grader, yep. But that's all Shane can do, too. So maybe Shane's more protected with that left tackle spot? I kind of think this injury might be the best possible thing for this O-line. Yeah. Because Shane needs time. 
I don't think Shane's ready. He had the worst pass grade in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it, he didn't even break 20, which is insane. Um I don't know, man. Like I love that they're bringing in competition. Looney, I'm not I'm not gonna like be excited about him, but it is nice that he knows the scheme. He started NFL games, he played for the Cowboys. He graded out okay. He he very similar to Nick Gates and and something that Giants fans have to understand is Nick Gates. I gotta be careful here. <laughs> Nick Gates is not a good center. Nick Gates wasn't very good last year. We love Nick Gates because he's he's a protector. He's got that energy. He's going to fucking be all up in your face. He's gonna knock your dick off. But Nick Gates isn't necessarily fundamentally sound at his his position. He's still learning. He's not the great. He's not the greatest at snapping. Um, I don't think his. Well, I don't think he's locked in there, man. And especially now, you know, I can see Nick Gates going over to right guard. Maybe Will goes back to left guard. I don't know if Nick can play left guard. I don't know anything about that. I know he can play right guard and right tackle. I don't know if he can play left guard. Um, so I kind of think we do have a little bit of an issue at left guard. One of the kind of funny, or not maybe not funny things, but. One thing I remember back when we were kind of giving Nick some some run at right tackle at guard a little bit before we transitioned him over to center, he actually really said he really liked playing guard. That was like his where he wanted to be. Obviously, he said he would play wherever the team wanted him to, and, and they kind of transitioned him over to center. But, I mean, I still want to keep him at center. I think that he did start off the year kind of rough, but I thought he progressed quite a bit. He's still learning, so that's one of the biggest things I would say with him. I think he can be a good center in this league. Um, I guess, you know, offensive line play when you're, when you're really kind of looking at it, I'm with like, I'm with you with that. Like I, I don't really know a lot about it. I'll be honest. And I don't know, like to me, Nick Gates played all right this year. You know, I, I don't want to say he was a top five center or anything like that, but it seemed like the offensive line was kind of coming together towards the end of the year. So I guess my question is, is it realistic that we move Gates? And where I, I do think it is. Um, I think Nick Gates is, is he's another one of those Joe Judge guys, and the best five are going to play. Mm-hmm. And if the best five means that he's not playing center, so be it. Um, I'm looking at his grades. He graded out really well in 2019. He yeah. was horrible last year. Um, 2019, though, was tackle guard, correct? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it 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 says well, at least twenty percent of league highest volume ranked. So yeah, I think this is this is uh not center stats. But yeah. again, oh here we go. Yeah, he didn't play take any snaps. So yeah, yeah he took one hundred and ninety eight snaps tackle. at right guard or at right tackle. And he took seventy seven at right guard, and he graded out seventy seven, which. 77 is a pretty solid grade overall for an O-lineman. It's not bad, but it's not it's not great. Um, I can tell you right now that shits on anything that anybody on the line had last year in 2020. Yeah. Which kind of leads me to my next point, man. I want this Austin Ryder kid from Kansas City. He's got the experience. He's a seventh-round pick. I believe he's played nine years in the league. He started two Super Bowls. He played with Patrick Mahomes. He has a better O-line grade than anyone on our current offensive line last year, the last two years. 
he's an immediate upgrade for me, and he goes to the center position immediately if, if we sign him. Um, I was surprised to see we didn't sign him and, and sign Looney. Um, I still hope that Ryder's coming in here. Um, yeah, do you think that's still a possibility? I, I hope. Uh, I'm hoping. Uh, I saw that, no, it's not, but I'm hoping it is because – First of all, I mean, he's a pretty good center, so he's got other visits, so he might find something else. But my thing is, dude, you put Ryder in the middle, you put Gates at right guard, Pert at right tackle, Will at left guard, and, and Thomas, that's a mean O-line for me, man. That's a mean O-line. I think that's better than anything we can currently offer. So with the current roster, as is right now for the offense, offensive line, what's your best five? How would you want the offensive lines stacked right now? Just feel like we don't have another guard. Yeah. So I guess I mean, who else do you have? Kyle Murphy. Currently Wiggins. today. I, yeah, it's weird that they put Wiggins over there. I, again, when they put Wiggins over there, it tells me they're hell bent on 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 um Will at right guard. Um, I also wonder but, if maybe they just think this this Lemieux injury isn't as long term. I mean, Judge. Yeah, maybe. Today, I think this maybe. either yesterday or today. Hopefully. Um, yeah. um it's, it's really hard for me to say that I want Lemieux on the bench if he's healthy. I think the best offensive line that we can offer day one might not be for the whole season. From an experience standpoint, left to right, Andrew Thomas, Will Hernandez, Gates, Fulton. Fulton. Right guard, he's yeah. got a lot of experience. And it's all but it's, it, it, it's also interesting that he hasn't been out there with the first team. I haven't heard a peep on him. Yeah, same. Nothing. A little confusing. So but that that's also, also where tells I wonder, me everything I've heard from about him is he's he's only a right guard. He, he doesn't typically. Play yeah, center. he's well. He plays center too. As he's a center guard, right tackle combo. He has experience at all three, which is kind of nice. Okay. But again, but that kind of also tells me bringing in Looney that like Fulton's not showing them anything. Because Looney can do the same. He can't play tackle, but that's okay. Yep. Um, now, Mage on my other show seems to think that Stolder can play guard. I saw that, and I, I'm not saying it's not possible because maybe it is. I just and he's don't. a big kid, man. I, I mean, they want to have a problem seeing over his O line. Yeah, that's true. But I don't see it either. In a pinch, but man, that gives you know, us maybe, power. Maybe if you have a couple guys that go down in, in a game, maybe in a pinch, I can see it. But yeah. I, I just I don't see that ever being like a, a plan at all. Yeah. I think I think uh the preseason is gonna be huge for this team this year because we didn't have yeah. it last year. Um, especially for this O line. And dude, like I, my the Dave Gettleman account, <laughs> he thinks that we could see another rotating line. I don't I, I like the idea of it because it does get guys more experience. Um I mean <sighs> It's tough because you, think you want to get them in a in a kind of a groove and get gelling together and feel how everyone else is feeling. It, so it's tough, but so I think last year we were we were doing it kind of to figure out what we got, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Fleming last year maybe he was okay, but I was fine having Perk come in for him, you know. Right, and I think they want to get to the point where it doesn't need to be. A shuffled line, but if they want to pull fucking Shane Lemieux out of there and put Kenny Wiggins in, and he plays the rest of the game, 
whatever, dude. I mean, I think no. it's going to be a unit. And what about even, you know, if you have a, a, a series where all of a sudden Gates is at, you know, one of the guard positions and you have a different yeah. center in there, that's going to throw off the whole defensive line if they don't catch on to that right away. No, it can backfire too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it can backfire hard. But again, I think what Joe Judge is trying to establish there is not only competition, but a unit. He wants a unit. We haven't had any depth there. We haven't had options there. Options are a good thing. And again, Will's going to have to play like to his potential to get another contract. So, I mean, he's down what twenty pounds? I think I heard. He looks good. Yeah, yeah he, he looks does. good. Um, again, I think that that kind of lines up with my boy's philosophy with the run game. Like he's fast. He'll be faster if he's slimmer, so he can he can pull on as a and guard. Pulling was a big problem that he had last year. I feel like. Yeah, and he was horrible pass block. Yep. Supposed to be a good run run blocker, but he he struggled last year with pulling. He just wasn't good. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the the line's interesting, man. And that's where you know preseason this year is going to be huge. You know we're going oh. to be able to hopefully see what we have if if we have anything and if we need to you know keep kicking the tire and keep bringing different guys in to see what we have. We have a couple yeah. undrafted guys that are supposed to be supposed to be pretty touted, I think, but I don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Um. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. You're talking about O-linemen? Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, – they got Brett Higgy. Yep. So, I saw he was running, like, with a third team, switching off of Looney. How weird um, is it that Looney – and this is off topic, so sorry. But how weird is it already that he comes right in and he's at the second second team? That just seems so uh, With the second team? Yeah. Um, probably because he knows the scheme. Yeah. And I guess Harrison's hurt, so. Yeah, because so they, they really only have three centers right now. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I no, just... you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's weird that he was already there yesterday. He obviously worked out for them earlier in the day yesterday. Yep. Um, but no, I mean, reports from the offense period have just not been great, but I'm not buying into it, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it's week one of training camp. You know, it's defense is is playing lights out kind of already, but there's a lot of talent on defense this year, you know, especially in the secondary, or we hope. Um yeah, and a, lot, a lot of these drills, a lot of these drills without pads are a, a lot of DB drills. Yeah. And our TVs are good. <laughs> and you mentioned, so, too, that we've been pretty much really heavy in the red zone. And that's already going to kind of favor the defense a little bit because you don't have as much field to stretch. It's nice to hear that they're they're focusing on that because we, we were not good in it. Um, we're not, yeah. The defense, it sounds like the secondary has been owning us, which – I'm cool with that because that means we're going to have a nice red zone defense. We are going to have a nice red zone defense. <laughs> we are with all those DBs. Regardless, anyways, though, um, <laughs> it's kind of concerning that they're like, not doing anything else. Though. We haven't seen any spread in the field plays, nothing like that. Maybe that will be this week. Maybe they're starting slow, hopefully. Um, I guess that is the most important part is red zone. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, it seems like Judge is very – regimented with what he kind of wants to accomplish each week so he's happy if we're at red zone and then we're you know going to spread the field out a little bit further and then a little bit further it'll be nice to get practices with some of the other teams too that we're that we're doing some scrimmages with or not scrimmages but just joint practices with i think that'll yeah. help a lot to kind of see some other units see if this offense really is struggling or if it's just our defense is going to be good this year do you know when they put the pads on tuesday tuesday's the first padded practice I find a lot out about this team on Tuesday. Yep. 
hopefully, obviously, you know, hopefully we come out, come out healthy. That's always going to be a big one. Hope so, man. What do you, what do you know about this Todd Davis guy getting back to the free agents? Um, well, I, first of all, I like that they're again, focusing on an area of need. Um, we have all run stopping run linebackers right now. Nobody can go to it. Not one of them. Blake's our best coverage one. And I mean, that's, He's okay in, in coverage. I would think that's probably his better yeah, spot than, he, than run or no. No, he's a, he's real good at the run. Um, Is he? Oh, okay. But I mean, he, he can cover, but he's not good at it, which, which is a problem. Um, I've been wanting KJ, right? Obviously. Like <laughs> I think you knew that. Um, but Todd Davis is a vet. Um, it seemed like he didn't get much burn last year with the Vikings, but I mean, he, he, he's probably, exactly what that unit needs right now. We got a lot of young guys there and then Carter Coughlin. Um, and then, and then Blake was on the COVID list. So he just got back, but we needed to add to that room. I don't really necessarily mind adding a vet. I would have liked to see them bring someone in that could cover. Um, but honestly, he might be our best coverage linebacker and he's still not good at it. Um, but I, I like the veteran presence for sure. Again, we need someone to step up right next to Blake. Um, I like Tay Crowder. He's better downhill as well. He's horrible in coverage. Um, Reggie Ragland, you know, Todd Davis signing tells me Reggie Ragland's probably in trouble because he's on the uh, non-football injury list, I believe. Yep. Um, and he all he does is stop the run. He can't cover a chair. Yeah, he's a, bl- a blanket. Um, but you know, Todd Davis is probably filling into that role right now. But. Do you think throughout the season that's something that Carter Coughlin can slowly take over that spot? I do. I mean, I I wanted to see Cam Brown move in there because he's just an athletic freak, and I feel yep. like his length would have been insane in coverage. Um, but, you know, it seems like they want Carter in there. From what I understand, Carter's a very smart ball player. Um, P.J. Fleck at Minnesota always has good things to say about him when they ask him. Uh I like it. I mean, he's got speed. He's not necessarily great at the run. So this kind of allows him to focus on a, a, a skill that we need. Hopefully. I mean, I'm down. I think that's the right mindset to have there. Again, I can still see him coming off the edge though. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I mean, I would, it wouldn't shock me at all with judge, you know, versatility is always going to be key. Do you think with our defense currently, is that the weakest spot on our defense? So we talked about this on Clapback last week. Um, Mage asked me, and I'll let you answer, and then I'll tell you what I think. Um, what do you think the most important – who's the most important player on our defense? I, um, said, I, said, I said Dexter. I was going to say Blake probably for me, but – Okay, I like Blake. That's good. He's our middle linebacker. He's our heart and our soul. He just can't cover, so mm-hmm. – um, which is fine. doesn't have to. He can still be a leader. I like that. I said Dexter. May says Jabril. And I kind of like it because Jabril is kind of the cog. He's a safety. He's probably going to be the third safety now. I don't know what the hell we're going to do with him, but at the end of the day, he's our money back, dude. And he really kind of is our other linebacker. Yeah. He's our first, second inside linebacker. I mean, we're going to see him on the field probably more than two linebackers in the middle. So um, I talk about adding inside linebackers, and I think we need him for certain for certain looks, but Jabril's going to kind of just be our money, our money linebacker. 
That's a good point. That's definitely yeah. a good point. I and mean, he can cover. He can cover. He he just scares me with. I, I guess he didn't, him specifically doesn't scare me, but our, the contract situation with him makes me a little yeah. nervous. You yeah. Know? Well, it, it sucks because I don't want to pay Jabril. I don't think we should pay him over 10 mil, but then we're sitting here talking about how important he is to our defense. Yeah. He's a positionless player, but he can blitz. He can play specials. He plays safety. He can play a little corner. plays a lot of money backer, which is basically inside linebacker. He's an important piece to his defense, man. We're, we're, he's our chess piece. So I get it. I totally get it. But you know damn well we're going to use him. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it depends on how you want to look at it. You know, if you're looking at him as strictly secondary, man, we already have a lot of money into the secondary. But when you bring up, you know, the money backer and, and kind of really his overall value to his team, you know, it's, that might be, you know, more important to really, you know, make sure that we sign him. I'm really excited about McKinney this year, too. Yeah. Uh, in, in the secondary and Adori, you know, he's been playing pretty good in, uh, in camp so far, but as far as I'm concerned, like Jabril's no longer safety. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know valid. what you want to call he, him. He does play up him. a lot too, right? He, he doesn't play yeah. back as much. I mean, they might put him back there or put him in the slot and he will play safety, but like he's a money backer, man. Yeah. I, I know that's like positionless and hurts with a franchise tag and all that shit, but like, that's what he is. Right. Yeah, I mean, I like it. You know, that's that's a good point by Mage. Um, He's kind of turning into Tyron Matthew. Yeah, stud too. I mean, that's yeah, damn good player. Plays both ways. I mean, yep. Jabril, I can't. I, I knocked the shit out of Jabril in 2019. I wanted him gone. I was not going to pay him because he was just missing tackles left and right. And somebody just made a good point to me, like easy, simple point. Coaches didn't put him in a position to be good, so. He yeah. turned it around last Especially year. Especially in 2019. That was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like his 2019 numbers versus last year are just insane. Completely different ball player, just like Leo. Yep. And that falls back to Graham, obviously, in the defensive scheme that he has kind of set up. Yep. That makes me a little worried too, though. You know, is, is Graham gonna stay any longer after this year if we have another really good year? I mean, it seems like he wants to, you know, it seems like that he loves being with the Giants, but you know, back to our last conversation on. with Judge, too. Judge is going to push him if, if he has an opportunity yeah. to go be a head coach somewhere. Well, you got good things, Mike. Don't don't go doom and gloom <laughs> on me. Good Sorry, things buddy. going on. No injuries yet. We're, we're good. Yeah, knock on wood there. Huh? No, I mean, Graham's pretty <laughs> impressive. He lost a lot of weight, too. Man looked good. Yeah, he, he does. Healthy. He's, he's uh, much, much, much more trendy yeah. than he ever was. Yeah, him and, him and Joe were – that was their goal this offseason. I think both their – oh, I know Joe's wife told him, too, but – they both lost a lot of weight, so they were. I think that's why they always wear sweatshirts, man. <laughs> Maybe they're always. I'm always wondering why the hell does Joe Judge always dress like for the middle middle of the winter when it's like 90 out? Cracks me. Who knows? Yeah, love that man. That man is just so damn impressive. Joe Judge, yeah, I love that guy. So what else do you want to talk about, man? You know, uh, training camp's kind of you know rolling around right now. Defense is is playing great. I uh, want to talk about that at all. Um, I mean, I think we talked about the DBs a little bit. I mean, again, they it doesn't really sound like there's been a lot of like football. True, yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of drills, a lot of situational, you know, situational stuff. You know, passing here and there, small routes. Um, so as far as that, like, I mean, again, I think we're gonna learn a lot on Tuesday when these boys, because like it's really hard to judge the O line and the D line and even linebackers when there's no pads. 
no hitting really. I mean, like it's hard to judge even like a, a linebacker stopping the run with no pads. Yeah. Coverage, sure. Um, so again, like this has been exciting. They're back on the field, they're in their blue. Um, you know, again, I know a lot of hype this week has been like the offense and Danny hasn't been good and Galladay hasn't been a superstar. I don't expect Galladay to be a superstar, man. We're not gonna see Galladay be an OBG, OBJ and camp and make incredible catches and make incredible plays. You're gonna see him testing DBs like Logan Ryan and and James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson. Um, he's not going to be taking a five-yard slant to the house. <laughs> he's going to be battling James Big Bradbury for a red zone high ball. Yep. You know um, that might not jump out on tape. You know, I think what's also interesting, and I think some one of them went down with an injury. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the running backs in the preseason, man. Alfred Morris coming in, fucking love it. Yeah, I love like it. A lot. I'm so happy about that, man. Like our stable of Saquon Booker and Alfred Morris, like that's a smart running back stable. It might not be like elite skill set, obviously Saquon, but that's a good, that's a solid backfield, man. Yeah, before the signing, I was a little bit nervous about that position because me too. I don't really know who you have after Booker, you know. And I know we have some other guys that we brought in, and and then you have Brightwell, but. And uh, Clement. Yeah, Clement, yeah. They said Clement's catching the ball real well in the backfield. So I could see them carry him too. So what do you think? Four running backs? Three, four, I guess, yeah. I hope we carry four. Yeah. He'd break well. But if we carry four, that, mean, that means that, like, Saquon not 100%. Yeah. I, th- I think Saquon, he'll definitely play week one, I think. Um, but it's not going to be – 20, 30 carries and, you know, 10, 15 targets. It's going to be 10 to 15 carries and three or four targets. I think Saquon's ready to go. Yeah. They're not going to let him go. He's ready to roll. How do you think this offense is going to start the year? Because I was was talking about this with a buddy the other day. And it's – I almost think we're kind of geared to really try to to establish the run a little bit more this year and, and really try to ground and pound a little bit more. Yeah. I always think I want the Giants to do that, but they never end up doing that. They um, did last year. Up and down. They're going to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little winning streak they had there, they were committing to the run a little bit with uh, Gallman, but it just seems like we don't ever commit to it completely. It seems I like think the Broncos are going to blitz the shit out of us. Yeah. Fangio is going to blitz the shit out of us, just like everybody did last year. Test us early and often, especially if Saquon's not like a full guy. And he already struggles with pass protection, so. Our running backs are going to have to be ready. They're going to have to be ready to go, and Danny's going to have to be ready to go. Because I, I do I do worry about the games at the beginning of the year. I have us going 4-0 like we talked on our last episode, but I do worry that without a 100% Saquon, that really affects a lot. But I think that Saquon's healthy as, as, as he can be. Yeah. You know, you see the Browns letting OBJ just go full blow day one. Yep. Which is interesting to me. I think Saquon's ready to go. I saw some videos of him working out on the side, cutting, quick feet. I mean, he looks fine. He looks ready to fucking go, dude. But they're not going to let him. So it's going to be interesting to see. Minimal. 
don't think so. Yeah. I think that's also why they keep adding running backs. Yeah. And do you think that's – Mike Weber got hurt the other day, so you might see another running back get signed. I don't know what happened with him. Who got um, hurt? They signed Mike Weber last week. Oh, okay. He's another Dallas guy. Um, I don't know if Alfred took his place or not, but it's going to be interesting. I, I'm not – I'm okay with Morris and Booker carrying a load. I am too. Now that, I'm so now much more confident Morris. in that than Gallman and Booker and Morris. Did, did you expect Morris to come in and do what he did last year for us? I fucking love Alfred Morris. I loved Alfred Morris when he was a rookie with the Redskins. It yep. killed me. Like Alfred Morris is a very smart football player. He just gets it. He's not like super talented. He's not super skilled. He's not fast. But he's just a good running back, man. He comes in, he puts his head down, he's patient, he can catch it out of the backfield a little bit. He's a solid running back, undrafted. Um, I like Morris. I wanted them to sign Morris again. He's not afraid to take a hit. Um, but, again, I'm way more confident if Saquon is not healthy in a Booker-Morris tandem than a Gallman-Morris tandem. Booker so how about is this? a way better running back than Wayne Coleman. How about this? Do you think Booker, if, if Saquon is not playing, do you think Booker's a starter or do you think Morris is a starter? Uh, I, I, almost, I almost say Morris. I think Booker is, but it's obviously going to be 50. Yeah. Okay. Only because Booker's a little bit more well-rounded. He's faster. Um, but Morris is still going to get those ground and pound yards. Yep. Like you can bring Booker out of the backfield on purpose. You're not going to want to probably bring Morris out of the backfield on purpose. Yeah. But he can. He, you can. he can catch it. Um, he could start. I can see that. I could see that. Booker will I, still play. But I mean, hopefully we won't have to worry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Booker will definitely and, play. And but... in that world, if Clement makes a team, he'll play too. Yeah. So. One other, right. thing, one other thing I was thinking about, what is the one player for you, and I'll tell you who mine is, that you think could be good for this team but they still have to earn it. You know, they might not even make the team. And if they kind of come through strong with training camp and preseason could have a, a big role, but right now it's really kind of unknown. You kind of led to mine, which I, I was hoping you weren't going to say, but you did. Is it, is it on offense or defense? Mine is offense, John Ross. All right, mine, mine's on defense. Oh, yeah. well, I like John Ross. John Ross um, to me is just someone that like, he could be a wild card for this, this offense. John Ross is making the team as of today. Oh, I, I definitely think he's making the team. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, – our we have so many wide receivers, but I feel like – We still need wide receivers. Yeah, but I feel like if, if he's someone that can step up for us and actually be reliable and, and healthy, he could be, he could be huge. He could be bit, really big. Right even, if, even if he can just fill in for a year and do what we need Tony to do, and Tony just learns. Mm-hmm. Um, he was running with the first team, like I said. Yep. Uh, for me, X Man. Yeah. Injuries are killing that man. He has a golden opportunity. Pretty much anyone on the edge has a golden opportunity right now, but X Man has a golden opportunity. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I haven't seen him back yet. I don't know if he is or not, but uh, I don't he think needs he to. Is. I don't think he is either. So he's he's in trouble. Um, the problem is the guy he's that he's competing right now. with. Yeah, and the guy he's competing with, Ryan Anderson, is on an NFI, is on football, I believe. Yep. So 
There's so much opportunity on the edge. Aziz might be able to start, dude. Aziz and so Carter might be our starters. Aziz has been playing a lot, I believe. I'm, uh, yeah, he has. Yeah. We still need help there, bad. Well, I was really hoping Allison Smith would come in and kind of I, – I obviously, I don't expect him to start, but, you know. Who? Uh, oh, Ellerson, yeah. I was disappointed because yeah. he's been on the sideline too. Yep. Um, so they're they're short at linebacker period, edge and inside. I'm trying to think. Who else is there? I mean, BJ really I was kind of thinking that, you know, I don't know what he's gonna be, and, and maybe he's not gonna be anything, but you know, I'm just trying to think of the defensive line and oh we're talking just edge, yeah. Um you got Aziz, you got we're in trouble. Carter, um, shit. Well, Cam. Brian Anderson, Cam. You probably see a little bit of cough on there. Are we not but... missing someone? Shit, I don't, I don't think. Pretty so. uh, short there, dude. So X Men might make the team out of default, but again, we like need him to be balling. Yeah, I think I, I actually just saw a uh, unofficial depth chart. I can look at that real quick, dude. Joe Judge has just been playing the waiver wire like crazy as it is. He though. probably he probably on has. Tuesday after pads. I bet they're gonna make a flurry of moves. Yep. So they have let's see here Carter. They have Tate Crowder actually. Well, I don't know why he's on the outside. Aziz, uh, Afidi, Devonta Downs. Oh, he's inside. Uh, Garrett Kale, Kel Garrett actually. So a bunch of no name guys. Afidi, see like even with him, I, I kind of consider him a defensive tackle or a defensive end. Yeah, that's, I'm a little surprised they haven't lined up there. So, I mean, you're right. You know, we really don't have – Short there, yeah. We don't, really don't have a lot. And even – We need Zoe Carter to be healthy, man. He's already hurt. Yep. They're all hurt. <laughs> we haven't had – I haven't even had pads on yet. I guess that's something that we're not talking – a lot of people aren't talking about a lot. It's like that linebacker room is real dry. Yeah. Just period, inside and out. That's where you gotta oh. kind of gotta hope some of these young guys can step up. TJ Brunson. Yeah, and I, I, like I think you, though, right? if I recall, I don't know too much about. Yeah, he is inside. I don't yeah, know. I think so. I think he's, he's a run stopper, I believe, too. Yep. So, but he's a, yeah, you're right. He's a guy that he needs to step up to make the roster. Um, damn. Yeah, we're gonna find out a lot about this team on Tuesday, man. That could be a position too when when cuts come around where we may really you know target that with some vats at kick cut or we're getting Chandler Jones too. I I would love that. That would be awesome. <laughs> I know you would. He's boy. <laughs> yep. Uh it was funny because Logan Ryan did. You see that tweet? Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. I wish. I I, I guess it's doable. I mean, I, I'd like it, but what do you give up? You know, it's gonna be I mean, dude, if they just like are gonna cut them and need to get rid of them. We'll see. I don't know. I, 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 I don't if know he wants it. out eventually, there's gotta be, got be a connection with Judge, you think, right? I don't know. See, yeah, I don't I don't know if there is, but he obviously has a connection with Logan Ryan. Yeah. Um again, man. Marcus Golden got traded for a sixth. Yeah. You could trade a fourth for Chandler Jones and take the contract, would you? I would do a third I'd be, and be fine with it. I would do a fucking second, but I'm crazy. Second, I'd be a little unsure about. But I'm so, I'm so down. We have two firsts. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, I, I, I wouldn't hate it because we do have two firsts. I could, I could, I could, I could tolerate it. 
but he's also a little older. You know, he's 31, I think. Um, yeah. Doesn't well, mean he can't contract. give you a he wants two, three. One. Yeah. Doesn't mean he can't give you a couple of years off if he, we did sign him to an extension. Yep. So. No, I'm excited, man. So pray for more, no more injuries. Well, we'll end on this. Tuesday's full pads. What's the, the battle that you're looking forward to seeing the most? I guess the O-line now. <laughs> the entire O-line. Um, no, I mean, again, if you want to talk about a battle, I mean, between each other, Joe Judge loves Evan Ingram, so that battle that I was a little hoping and wishing for is not going to happen between him and Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph's still going to play. Yeah. Um, you know, Darnay Holmes – and Aaron Robinson, but I know Robinson, he might not be back, so Darnay's going to have that. I don't know, dude. Right now, I think. Uh, just the O-line, man. I'm, I'm interested to see how the O-line plays out, the running back room, and the bottom of the wide receiver depth chart. O-line's mine, you know, even through this whole preseason period coming up here. I, I really want to see um, – Andrew Thomas established himself as, as the left tackle of this team. Yeah. Obviously he is, but I want him to show, I feel like he just gets shit on so much and like, yes, he didn't have an amazing year last year. He started off pretty, pretty crappy, but we mm-hmm. faced really good defenses last year to start the year. And he, he came around at the end. Um, I want to see him kind of establish himself as one of the better left tackles in, in the league this year. And I think that's going to start week one. I'm not worried about him. No. He seems like a good kid. Judge was talking to him up the other day. It seems like he's grown into a leader role, too. Good. Um, he's probably like, he, you know, Gates is the, the loud boy. It sounds like Will's a loud guy. Shane's yep. a loud guy. It seems like uh, Thomas and Pear are the, uh, the humble leaders. So, so what's, what's the backup plan at left tackle if, if Thomas goes down? Hurt? I guess – Harrington and Boulder. Boulder. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess that's that's the backup plan. Uh, sleeves, again, right? Fulton's played some right tackle, so he can slide out there. Um, dude, we're probably going to see so many more linemen come in this this room before this camp's over, before the season starts. Like, yeah. Just the way Judge is working players out and bringing people in, I don't expect anything else. I just saw he's already bringing in he's bringing in Tommy Stevens tomorrow, who I guess was a quarterback at Mississippi State which is where Joe's from. Mm-hmm. He's trying out as a tight end, so he's coming in tomorrow, sounds like. Hmm. Um, so Judge is just, like, constantly just playing this wire, man. So. Hey, I never There's going to be so many bodies in and out this door, I think, which yeah. is great. It's refreshing because we don't do that. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's refreshing for, for sure. Um, good, to, good to see a coach that won't accept mediocrity, you know, yeah. always looking for better. Never content. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else? Go Giants, baby. I feel like we have so much to say. I I mean, I feel like we covered it, but. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're just, we're just waiting to see some. It sucks because like, as much as I hate the media and shit, they can't go to the practices right now. So Mm -hmm. all we're really limited to is basically them looking through a fence right now, which kind of sucks. But on the flip side of that, I love it because. Joe just keeps all the bullshit out. Yep. No, like, so I honestly, I think that's going to be kind of how this camp's going to go. It's going to be very vague. We're not going to know too much because I don't think the media has much access this year. Yeah. Preseason will be the first real look that we have. Yeah. Week one. 
Hopefully they do like the scrimmages again. Yeah, that'd be cool. The blue-white scrimmage. Yeah, I think they will. It seemed like that was what he wanted to do. Yeah. Forever known as Lorenzo Carter Bowl. Yes, sir. (laughs) Need him to step up. Yep. All right, man. Wayne Wayne Gallman Bowl, too. Yeah. (laughs) Gallman. I appreciate you having me on, as always. Yeah, hey, man. Always appreciate it. Uh, Last note here. Gallman, you think he's going to cut? And uh, after training, I'm still going with yes. Yeah. Unless there's an injury. Yep. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining me. All right, man. Peace. Peace.